this week, sponsored by our good friends over at Sync Fusion. Listen, are you looking for beautiful, amazing controls for any of your applications? No matter what you are building, they have controls for you, including .NET MAUI controls. That's right, charts, graphs, controls, optimized list view, slider, range sliders, selectors, schedulers, badge views, tab view, and powerful document processing libraries like Excel, PDF, Word, and PowerPoint. Check out Syncfusion to see why I love them, and I know you will as well. For all of your applications, go to syncfusion.com slash mergeconflict to learn more. And thanks to Syncfusion for sponsoring this week's pod. Frank Krueger, it has been years upon years that both Apple and Google have told us, in fact, they've yelled at us, that there might be a point in time that an API may get removed. And Frank, no. that, that day has come. It has happened. I'm sorry. No. You can't deny it. it. You can't, you can't deny it. They they told you for five years. They told you forever. They said, hey, Frank, this was introduced in iOS 1.0. We may Stop remove it. it in the future. <laughs> yes, James. Yes. Uh turns out deprecated does mean we will remove it at some point. So what we are going to talk about today is the sad, very, very sad removal of OpenGL from Mac Catalyst apps. And I say removal, even though it turns out Mac Catalyst never even got OpenGL. <laughs> um, but we, we, we got to get all over the place because you, you may be using OpenGL even though you don't know you're using OpenGL. You probably do, but <laughs> you may not. Um, but for those who don't know, OpenGL is a very old standard uh, for doing graphics programming in kind of a cross-platform way. It was never platform-specific to anything. Worked on Unixes, worked on Windows, worked on iOS 1.0s. Yes, James. And it's been around forever. And then Apple deprecated. We did a whole episode on it. I think I was just complaining about Apple deprecating OpenGL because that was very mean of them. And then, James, they did the most horrible thing. Not only did they deprecate it, they removed it. It's gone. Oh, my God. Now, in this, if I go back in time, if you can refresh my memory, I remember this was at WWDC. They talked about this last year, two years ago, three years ago. But um, what is it just from Mac Catalyst or is it from Mac OS uh, as a whole and iOS as well or no? Well, that's the rub. It still works on iOS as in it still exists. It's still deprecated, <laughs> but it exists on iOS current, uh, 14, 15, whatever we're up to, and Mac OS uh, 12. What are we up to? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's still there. Um, they kind of can't remove it from Mac. So many Mac apps rely on it. But I think that the we, we can get into why I think the technical reasons are why they flat out removed it. But it is still both it's deprecated on both platforms and they deprecated it way more than two years ago. They deprecated it when they invented metal, the Apple graphics library. So it's been deprecated since then. Okay. Got it. Got it. This makes sense. And this means that what they didn't want to do was port that API to Mac catalyst. So the question that I have then was, did it used to show up and now it just doesn't show up anymore? It's like, nah, nah, fam squiggly red line. Well, we're in this super awkward state where Mac supports it, but yeah. Mac Catalyst doesn't. Mm. But a Mac Catalyst app is a Mac app. 
so hashtag what? Um, <laughs> you can do some kind of nasty hacks uh, to get to the OpenGL library from a Mac Catalyst app, but that app's never going to be allowed into the App Store. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those more like uh, living within the sandbox. You know, these are the APIs that you're allowed to touch kind of universe. Because obviously, they just can't remove OpenGL from Mac. Mac supports software going back to like, 1990s you know it's just you can't remove it um but here here this is just conspiracy theory we like to do frank's conspiracy theories now and then (laughs) if you're new to the show um my guess is this it's not so much that they didn't want to port the api it's that opengl has turned into a pixel shader based library where you're writing a lot of code as vertex and fragment shaders and if you've never done this before it's like a little c language that you embed into all your video games and all your graphics apps uh even icircuit 3d has it Mm. and unfortunately the dialect of that language is very specific to mobile devices and it just translating that over to desktop class uh, hardware, I think was something they just didn't want to deal with, especially since they had deprecated it so many years ago. Got it. That makes sense. Now, how did you stumble on this little gem? Maui. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. This this is a .NET 6 story, turns out. (laughs) It was quite the adventure. Um, So we were talking the past few weeks, I've been porting my apps over. And I love Skia Sharp. I know that there's a new Maui graphics and people have been asking me what I think of it. To be honest, I haven't used Maui graphics very much. So I don't have a strong opinion. Uh, come, come back and we'll do a whole episode on Maui graphics once I have a stronger opinion on it. Uh, but I love Skia Sharp. Do you love Skia Sharp? Skia Sharp is very, very, very nice. It's very good. I do like yeah. it. Yeah, so Skia Sharp, if you haven't used that, that's a cross-platform drawing library, much like OpenGL. <laughs> it's just not like backed by standards. It's a library Google writes, and Skia is a library Google writes, and then Skia Sharp is a nice .NET binding to it. And forever, um, if you were doing like a Xamarin Forms or a Maui app, you might have used a class uh, SK Canvas View. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Put an SK canvas view, override a method or attach to an event and do your own drawing code. Bingo, bango. Easiest way to do a custom drawn control, I think. Um, And it's a nice API. Nothing wrong there. Problem is it's, it's still running on the CPU. It's maybe not running as fast as like a video game could run that kind of code. Yeah. And the reason being, it's not running really on the GPU, though technically, you know, there's rules. Operating systems can do whatever they want. It's running on the CPU for the most part. Okay. Got it. So have you used SKGL view? No, I haven't. But, you know, I recently saw a bunch of tweets of people, um, doing some games and some graphics and things like that. And I was curious if they were using, uh, in the 3d part, I was wondering if they were using, um, just Skia sharp or if they were using the built-in OpenGL view that used to be part of like Xamarin forms. I don't know if it really made it over type of thing. I wasn't hundred percent sure. Yeah. Um, graphics is one of those things where you almost have too many options in .NET. <laughs> 
for cross-platform, you have a few. Um, OpenGL is generally a 3D library. You can totally do 3D graphics with it. But in this case, the SKGL view was just using it for hardware acceleration. Um, it, nuts and bolts, um, hardware graphics code is like create a texture map, upload it to the GPU, upload a few triangles, tell it to draw the triangles. That's what a GPU likes. That's, that's what makes the GPU happy. And so libraries like Skia Sharp just uh, translate from lines, triangles, polygons into texture maps and triangles to make the mm. GPU happy. The okay. beautiful, yeah, the beautiful part of that is you get fast rendering because yeah. the GPU is happy. Yeah, so much so that I switched iCircuit on iOS to use Skia Sharp because their renderer is faster than Apple's. And that always kind of crushed my soul a little. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why Apple won't give us a hardware accelerated rendering library. It's really crazy. Like, that's Apple's thing. Um, I think they just, I don't know. I don't know why they won't give us one. I don't have a conspiracy it. theory for that one. <laughs> They're like, everything else is fast. We just want this one to be fast, but not as fast as it could be. I'm like, you know, if your code is slow, that's probably your fault. <laughs> Did you read the manual? <laughs> you can do, um, you can, I think it's more like uh, core animation is actually the closest analogy um, but core animation doesn't make it as simple as Skia Sharp does. Anyway, so I'm making my Maui app over here, you know, having a good time. I'm using SK Canvas View to get all my graphics going. I got like the library work and I got the scope working. I got, you know, all the stuff working. And then I'm like, all right, now I want to go fast. And so I put in my, I switch my SK Canvas View to be an SKGL view. Mm -hmm. and. And I get the weirdest error I've ever read in my life. So something like, cannot find handler for SKGL view. Mm, okay. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yes, that makes sense. Yep. Okay. And I know. Do, do, I know do you want to explain why it makes sense, James? Well, okay. So in the new Don and Maui architecture, there are these slim handlers that uh, everything has an interface and all this other stuff. But the whole concept was, there used to be this renderer concept, which was really heavy at all these lifecycle events. It was like really... It was it was hard to it was hard to customize yourself. So, for example, or or implement one yourself. So, when custom libraries or even to someone that wanted to modify a base control wanted to do that, it was a lot of code. You had to understand a lot of stuff. But the slim handlers kind of give things like a property bucket and sort of like a rendering loop. I think, from my understanding of what to draw, and it just simplifies the process of of what the team has to implement on the Dynamic Maui side, mm -hmm. it makes it easier for people to contribute and also easier to create your own handler. So if, for example, you know, Syncfusion or Telerik or any of these other companies wanted to create their own um, controls, they would create handlers for all of them pretty much and it'd be a little bit easier. And then you could easily override it, kind of streamlined it. I don't know if I did a good job or not, but that's my understanding at least. Yeah, yeah, I think you got it. Um, I would just add that the it, architecturally, I think I think of it like um, the XAML views are kind of virtual views. Then there's this handler that's able to create the native views, mm -hmm. and the handler just keeps those two talking to each other and does whatever it needs to do to keep those two in sync with each other. I guess that's kind of how I think of it. Yeah, so I was lucky, and I did see like, oh no, there's no handler. 
am, am I doing something wrong? Well, it turned out I actually was doing something wrong in the beginning, though it didn't fix this problem. Uh, there's also a new thing to the Xamarin Forms world, or the Maui world that I'm just not used to, which is uh, sometimes when you import libraries that have controls, now you set up your service provider kind of thing or container thing or in the beginning of the app, and you have to say like dot .use uh, something or another. And in this mm. case, you have to say like dot .use skia. Yes. Use Skia. Yeah. So this is part of the new, um, it's like a, it's not a host builder, but it's a new builder pattern. Very similar to ASP.NET Core. Basically when you want to insert middleware, as we call it, shoom, 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 <laughs> middleware. Uh, in fact, down in Maui has its own middleware, um, in it. So you can override lifecycle events, all of the essential APIs. There's a bunch of other things too, but for the Blazor web view, for example, there are these middleware insertion points. And this is nice as a library creator because it gives you access to the common dependency service that is used throughout the application and XYZ. So yeah, yeah bunch of cool stuff. Well, you, what you know what's really nice about it is like as a library developer, Sometimes we just need an initialize function. I know it's bad object-oriented programming and all yes. that, but you know, sometimes you just really wish the user had to call an initialization function. So I always kind of look at it as, well, here's our way of like forcing people to call our initialization function. You have to add it to your uh, services or something like that in your program, whatever, where, yeah. where, wherever they're putting it these days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that puppy's not there. And so what do you do? You file a bug, right? So I went over to my GitHub, went over to the Skia Sharp project, and I said, wah, 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 poor me. Um, SKGL view on Mac Catalyst doesn't work. Hmm. And and I didn't really have much else to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, it don't work. <laughs> Did you Now, immediately what I would have done, and I've done this before, is I immediately run to GitHub and I start clicking through folders to see w what is happening under the hood. Like I probably would have went into, I guess it would have been Skia Sharp. Well, no, it would have been, it would have, it would have even been Skia Sharp or would it have been in down in Maui itself? Uh, I would say it would have been in Skia Sharp. Yeah. So I would have went yeah. into Skia Sharp and I would have dived into that implementation. Did you do that? No, um, because honestly, it's a little hard to tell Mac Catalyst from iOS yeah. because the APIs are so identical. Mm -hmm. You don't really need many if if things, you know, pound if things. Yeah. And so you can't you, you really have to dig into the project files to figure out if a file is included. Things have gotten more complicated these days, unfortunately. They've gotten simpler, but the complexity has moved into funnier places. And so I didn't do that. I guess I was being kind of wimpy. You got me. Next time I will. I promise. But 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 <laughs> to your to your point, isn't the whole idea of Matt Catalyst is that it is the same API plus some Mac specific things like the menu bars and whatnot that are supposed to be there. Isn't, isn't that the idea that Apple has sold us? It's exactly that. I don't understand it, James. Here's what I really don't understand. Okay, going back to the conspiracy theory. You can have an iOS app that uses OpenGL that you can then sell and run on M1 computers, Macs, using mm -hmm. Mac OS. But that same machine cannot compile a Mac Catalyst app 
that uses OpenGL. Isn't that weird? It's very yeah. weird to me. And so what I think it goes back to again is because they had control of the M1, they were able to make sure that those uh, pixel shaders from mobile would work on it, where they can't make that same guarantee perhaps on desktop Macs or something like that. Again, conspiracy theory. I have no idea what's actually going on over there. It crazy. Yeah, I am. I am looking specifically at a blog post or a stack overflow in which someone said in 2019, so three years ago, they said, I have an Objective-C app. I tried to import it to Mac Catalyst. And when I build it, it says OpenGL ES is deprecated and not available when building for Mac Catalyst. And then one answer, Swift Dev Journal. Thanks, Swift Dev Journal. <laughs> please switch to Metal. That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, please adopt a Metal and go away. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And and well, I will t- I'll tell you this much. There's a bunch of Stack Overflow stuff in which people are not very happy. People are like, I do not want to, you know, and here's the thing too, right? If you think of, if you think of, this is so funny, this is crazy. Okay. So if you think about this, OpenGL runs on Android, runs on, it runs everywhere. So it was like, the idea was you can run it everywhere. There's OpenTK as well, this other stuff. Now, the funny part is like Vulkan replaces OpenGL on Android. And what people are also doing is someone's created something called Molten GL and then Molten VK which is another cross, you know what I mean? Like someone's cross platform. Like it's so weird. I am two steps away from doing it. <laughs> it wouldn't help in the Skia case because uh, Skia is actually talking to OpenGL at the native level. Mm. But I've been kind of tempted to write like an OpenTK that actually talks metal instead of OpenGL. Here we go. Someone uh, created metal angle. OpenGL ES to Apple metal API transition transition layer. C++. Ooh. We should find that. We should find that and get, get SKGL view back. <laughs> I will put that into the bug. Nice. <laughs> it, 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 you know, that's what's wonderful about APIs. You can just re-implement them. Yeah. That's what I always say. <laughs> but, okay, so we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. So I'm still back posting a bug. I'm like, where's my SKGL view yeah. <laughs> in Skia Sharp? Um, and um, Matt, Matt, who I've never had to say his last name out loud. Do you know how to say this? Leibowitz. Great. Easy. (laughs) Matt Leibowitz. Um, He was very quick to respond. He's like, yeah, OpenGL is not there, dude. And I'm like, what? Mm. But neither of us knew whether Apple had removed it or if it was like just a .NET 6 bug. You know, there's a few of those. And so I, of course, went over and then posted a .NET 6 (laughs) or a .NET. Yeah, it's a .NET 6 bug uh, saying, where's my OpenGL? And fortunately, very quickly, one of the uh, Microsoft employees got back to me, Rolf. Oh, it's Rolf again. Wonderful Rolf. Uh, Got back to me very quick and he's like, dude, it's gone. It's just gone, man. It's just kiss it goodbye. Apple deleted it. It is gone from the Mac Catalyst. Get over it. And I can't, James. I just can't get over it. It's gone. They actually removed it. Wow. Yeah, so this was a little embarrassing. I basically opened two bugs that were basically frank RTFM. But at the same time, like you can just see me go through the d- disbelief of what? It's what? It's gone? What does that mean? Um, I will say it definitely makes uh, Maui a little trickier because now we have this SKGL view thing that only works on three of the four platforms, which is really embarrassing. Like, come on, three of the four of the five. I don't know, however we're counting. 
it's rough. It's rough. So there are paths forward, but can we just commiserate for a moment on how terrible that is? Pour one out. Um, Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about it. It's it's a sad day because of this, this statement that you just said, which is, Hey, we have this thing that was cross platform. It still is. If you did, you know, old school Mac app, traditional non Mac catalyst app, but Apple wants you to do the new hotness. Right. And it, I kind of boggles my mind because now if, okay, so if if I walk through the scenario, let's say Matthew is like, all right, I'm going to solve this. I'm going to implement those APIs in metal. Yeah. Instead, I'm assuming seeing that there's an entire GitHub project that has to convert these, that there is not a one-to-one. It would be, I have to assume, assume extremely problematic to try to do any of that. Yeah, I mean, the most tempting nerd thing here is it's like 90% one-to-one. It's the 10% that kills you. Mm. So they're so close that you can do it. Uh, now we should back up and say, so yes, Apple says, go use Metal. And Skia was ported to Metal because they don't need much. They just need to be able to render textures and draw some triangles. Mm. And so they do have a metal version working. And there is um, a Skia Sharp binding to that, an SK metal view. The thing is, it's not cross-platform, obviously. (laughs) And so it's not like the SKGL view, which was cross-platform. You can't, like, you have to change your XAML or you have to do code behind or you have to do something fancy because that very specific platform view is not exposed at the cross-platform layer. This is what we're talking about with, like, your XAML views are kind of your cross-platform virtual view kind of thing. And it's the handlers that make a real view. Mm. There's not even a virtual version of the Metal one because Metal doesn't exist on Android. Metal doesn't exist on Windows. And it would be much harder to implement Metal on Android, implement Metal on Windows, than, let's say, like we were talking about opening, uh, implementing OpenGL using Metal. Yeah. So there is a view out there. The sad thing is it's not cross-platform. Um, so we're, we're in a bit of a tough situation here. I mean, it's not the worst case. You can do hacks to fix this in my MAUI code. So in my MAUI code, I use an SKGL view pretty much on every platform, except embarrassingly, embarrassingly on Mac Catalyst, um, I had to like implement implement my own gross custom view with its own gross custom handler and its own gross <laughs> custom renderer and all that stuff. You know, it's code I don't want to write. You know, I want to write cross platform code. But thankfully, all those levers are there, all the hatches are there. You can totally do it. But it's just frustrating that. Apple, my beloved Apple, is becoming the odd man out in the uh, cross-platform area. Yeah. And I feel like there's, like you said, there's really no good resolution to this problem because the thing that you were trying to get rid of, which was diversion of of APIs, you know, instead of having now, you know, you if you were to try to solve it yourself, you're like, I'm going to create an interface and I got to do it on this platform versus this platform. And then that's a maintenance nightmare for you. Yeah, exactly. And so I I think in this particular case, though, we we are a little bit lucky. So now I'm going to switch the podcast over to advocating something to Matt directly. No, I'm just kidding. But I think um, Skia Sharp is in this wonderful position that even though it is an OpenGL view, it's called SKGL view, you don't 
write any OpenGL code. That's not mm. the point. You write Skia code. True. Yeah, so the GL part is really just an implementation detail. It's not important. All I'm trying to say is I want the fast view. I want the fast one. <laughs> that's that's all I'm really trying to convey to the library. I don't care what library they use to implement that. And so I just proposed maybe we should have something called like the SK GPU view, where on mm-hmm. iOS it would use Metal, on uh, Android maybe it would use Vulkan, you know, uh, and then Windows it could use GL, it could use whatever Windows it could use Direct2D maybe in the future. I don't yeah. know what uh, Skia actually wants to be run on. But I thought uh, that it might be a good opportunity to raise our abstraction level a little bit and say, well, GL's not everywhere anymore. Let's just call it like a GPU view or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and to your point, this would be the interface to end all interfaces, right? It's like it's an abstraction across these things. And you said, you know, 90% is going to be similar. 10% is going to be hard of figuring out how to pull those things together. But this is the dream of course so to me that sounds like the approach to do in my opinion pull it up yet one more layer above when you've (laughs) already abstracted stuff abstract it one more time and honestly it's the magic of the name you know we're literally i'm I'm requesting that we change the l and gl to pu and so we can all just get on with our lives so that on ios it uses because like i said none of us are actually using that low level part it's yeah. it's just not needed. It's it's just an implementation detail. So I think this isn't even a place where you would have a leaky abstraction. It's just abstraction. Abstraction is just naming things differently. <laughs> and so I think we could totally pull it off something like that. Um, and you know the same thing could happen with uh, Maui graphics. They might want like a fast version of it. Maybe there'll be a property on it called use the GPU or something like that. And they could switch their APIs to do whatever is best to do fast rendering and things like that too. Yeah. So the good news is there are paths forward, but I, I just I wanted to do this show not exactly to complain, but to just be like, look, my fears from a few months or years ago weren't just fears. It actually came true, James. They actually removed the thing, and now I'm actually having to deal with it, and that's actually annoying. Um, not the worst. Um, I have been learning my metal, but it's making my cross-platform game a little more annoying. Yeah. That's uh, not fun necessarily, but you know, it as things progress, we are about to get WWDC right around the corner, right when this podcast is coming out, and I'm excited to see exactly what happens. Maybe they're going to deprecate more live. Oh boy, you know the when you were saying that, I was like, I was just thinking to myself, the very last thing I want Apple to do is introduce another drawing library. I know I said it, I, it's weird that they don't have a high performance drawing library, but. No, Apple. No, no. We're all still dealing with metal. It's taken us a long time to catch up with metal. Please don't do yeah. that. But yeah, WWDC in, in what? One week? Something like that? Yeah. It's well, I think it's the beta the, summer. The week that this podcast comes out. Right? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? happy WWDC, everyone. Uh, you'll know if they introduce a new graphics API if you see me screaming on Twitter. That's how you'll know. But by the time that this come out, Frank has already done the hard work of creating this new open GPU view or whatever. And then Apple will have deprecated metal. And now it's onto <laughs> onto razor or something. Plasma. You know, plasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even it's even more. Multi, it's like, you know, <laughs> aluminium. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
which is a metal. It's like it's a sub variant of metal. It's like now we're just going to start naming things out of specific metals instead of the high level metal. That'd be well, ridiculous and amazing. Since we're already talking about, it, we could do a little little preview show. I I was joking. I remember a few episodes ago. Like I also don't want to see them introduce yet another neural network library. But I guess they fired someone big on the neural network team. So now, or not fired, they left. And <laughs> I'm like, oh no, does that mean there's going to be another neural network library? I wish they would deprecate their own libraries. I wish they would deprecate like at least three of their neural network libraries. I can't believe that they would deprecate and remove OpenGL before their own trashy old network libraries <laughs> that no one wants to use. <laughs> Man. Do, what magic library do you think they'll introduce? That's a great question. In that billing version three, like they just release version two. <laughs> just to make your life harder. Whenever they do yeah. graphics or neural networks, they make my life harder. Whenever they do billing or anything sensor related, I think they make your life harder. Well, that's the thing now, too, is that they're at the point where they're not really introducing new kits. They're just rewriting kits. You know what I mean? They're oh. they're looking at those old, old APIs and they're like, okay, how can we just Swiftify them and make Swift only APIs? <laughs> and that's the the worry overall. But yeah, I'll be interested to see what what happens. I mean, I think you got burnt once. I think you're a little too worried about that. I think you so just worried. got burnt. You I mean, burnt. that being said, the in-app billing API does exist on Mac Catalyst. So they did port that. So that's good. Yeah, that that's why I had my conspiracy theory. I, I, I imagine they even tried to put OpenGL on Mac Catalyst because they probably recognized it'd be easier for everyone but they probably ran into some actual problems that they didn't want to solve. The fascinating part of it is when I think about Mac Catalyst is that one of their big targets, I think was also for mobile games to come to right desktop. <laughs> Hashtag right. <laughs> yeah. With like zero work. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, maybe they're like oh everyone's using unity so people are just checking check boxes and it doesn't matter you like unity figure it out i mean that is a thing and they had gotten all the big engines to port their code so you could very well be right about that hmm. it, it's us weirdos writing our own engines using OpenGL that got hit by this yeah. But you know, all my early iOS apps, my very first iOS app, um, Seattle Bus Tracker, was an OpenGL rendered view. You know, that's that's where I got my start in iOS. And so I just find it a little little bit absurd. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But but we have a path forward. Uh I will make it through. This was just a news flash for everyone. Uh save yourself two embarrassing bugs posted. <laughs> it's gone. It's not coming back. Uh, we have to move on, I guess. And I appreciate all the hard work that you're going to do over the next several months to make that brand new cross-platform 3D view a reality, Frank. Mm-hmm. Mm, don't hold me to it. It's going to be a busy summer. I got to do the, the Apple betas. WWDC, it's awesome. <laughs> well, we will soon find out about WWDC in next week's episode all about WWDC. Probably. I assume so. Frank, that's probably what you're going to talk about. I'm not going to be there. Maybe I'll be there. I don't know if I'll be there. Mystery? Leave it on a cliff note. Who knows, Frank? Ooh, mysterious. So many question marks there. I, I love it. That, that was a perfect 1944 serial ending. Perfect. All right. Well, let us know what you think about OpenGL being removed forever. Grant, they told us. And Frank could have figured it out three years ago, but he didn't. Ouch. But he's there now. That's all that matters. Um, 
yeah, let us know if you're interested in this brand new cross-platform 3D. I had a lot of people ask me about cross-platform 3D stuff, so I'm sure people are interested. Definitely let us know by writing us at mergeconflict.fm. There's a contact button. Definitely love to hear from all y'all, but that's really going to do it for this week. Nice, short, and sweet. Prepare for Dub Dub. Have a great Dub Dub week, everybody, and we'll see you next time. I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.